tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, let the buzz begin. That is pushing to the limit because we are the Limitless After Buzz recap. This is episode two, Badge, Gun, exclamation points on both. Um, I'm your host, J.B. Zimmerman. Here with me is the panel. Yes, Emily Crodel. You can find me at Emily Crodel on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Hey, guys. I'm Frank Majorana. Thanks for listening in again this week. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. Yeah, speaking of yeah. thanks for listening, we have a special shout-out to one of our devoted followers. Frank, you want to... Yeah, we do. We want to thank um, at uh, Vern's Views. He took place, he uh, participated in our hashtag, which is hashtag ABTV Limitless. Last week, we asked the viewers to tweet us and let us know what they would do if they were on NZT, and he had a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good suggestion here. He said... Um, Hashtag ABTV Limitless. I'd simplify the tax code and solve world food distribution. Good stuff. I mean, that would help drastically. From a personal standpoint, my taxes, I I can't even... (laughs) I have a tax guy, so that helps, but I feel like I could eliminate that. And uh, you know, be simple. I mean, I don't even make that much money, so it is complicated is the main bullet point of this whole thing. And I liked what he said, too, about... Food distribution. Yeah. Something you would think of just off the top of your head, but he has a good heart, Vern. So, Vern, thank you for listening. And for everyone else out there, please use that hashtag ABTV Limitless. Let us know what you would do if you were on NZT uh, to improve the world or uh, your own selfish interests. (laughs) Either way, whatever you would do, just be be authentic. That's what you want. Mm -hmm, Um, So, yeah, let's just jump right in. We pick up where we left off. Um, Brian is working for the FBI now. Not quite what he had in mind. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was thinking more James Bond, a little bit more casino, a little bit more gambling and Baccarat. With Uno cards. Uh, with Uno cards, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it turns out uh, his fantasy is not like reality. It's a, it's a little bit more testing, um, yeah. kind of boring. He's stuck basically indoors um, almost to the point of going crazy. Right. And it's interesting because... He's he's like, I'm ready to go, you know? And then as they start to like be like, you're going to be in this box forever, this music comes on, and it's like you're in his head, and it's just like, eh. He's like zoning out like into his NCT. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I liked how the show started with a comedic scene right off the top. He opens it up in his fantasy world where it's a Casino Royale uh, right. sort of reference uh, to start the episode. But I like how the uh, writers mixed in the comedy, which with the drama that was coming later in the episode because we need those light moments to balance out the rest of the drama that's coming. Right. Right. Really good point, Frank, because I think, I mean, a lot of the format of the show is is a very familiar format. We've yeah. seen these sort of, like, cop and CI, like, 
combos a lot of the time. Like it's a procedural. Crashed. Exactly. Very procedural. Yeah. We're following, you know, a big story arc. There's like little cases each episode, yeah. which is great. But, you know, it's that comedy that really sets the show apart. It is, mm-hmm. you know, there is action. It is a smart show. But it also, you know, doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. It knows exactly what it wants to be. Right. And, and that's awesome to me. The character really fits that role in, in you know, being able to play it serious, but also not too much where, you know, you can't take him for who he is. He is still a goofy guy that sort of <laughs> is out of his league in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and, and he does it, like, lightheartedly, too, like... But it's so cool for him, you know? He's, right. he's like, oh my gosh, I'd always wanted to say that. Like, I always wanted to be like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, it almost pokes fun at itself. It you does. know, like when he yeah. said, like, yeah, this is my fantasy. Get out of here. It's like, like you had a guy on of... crack, like, running, you know, in FBI, like, he's, right. like, all jolted up, too. He's like, tag me in. Tag me in. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, again, it's, it's nice that it's, it is a specific perspective that the audience is. It's not just right. a fly in the wall where all this is happening. It is basically part of Brian's mind. Right. So you're seeing this like base. It's biased with him, sort right. of. So you know when he gets smarter, like so yeah. do we. It, the show picks up. Exactly. The speed goes faster. You know when he slows yeah. down, same sort of thing happens. Yeah. And it's you know he takes a lot more time to respond. He's slow, so the yeah. the scenes itself like sort of slow right. down as well. That's a really great point, and it goes to it. It, it gives a lot of credit to the whole team that works on the show, the whole creative team. There's a lot of artistry that goes on into exactly what you just said. Slowing down the moments when he's not on the drug, saturating the color. There was a lot of orange today in in the episode Mm -hmm. I noticed. I know you want to talk about the lip color too. Um, So there's an incredible amount of craft that goes into this show, which if like they respect us as an audience, if you're a, a smart audience member, you can pick up on these things. But what are uh, you going to say oh, about the lips? Oh yeah. Every time I'm watching Jennifer and Ryan have these or like green lips, it's like a really pale color. And I'm like, maybe, maybe Rebecca's on NZT. Ooh. Ooh, that would be I'm a like, good why are her lips? Oh, he's pretty green. epic prediction. It's, yeah. Totally. yeah. No, hey. And, um, I was going to say whenever he's being talked to by the main FBI lady, it's like wah 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 like Charlie Brown. <laughs> it was awesome. Wait, what's like that the like? T- wah 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 wah. He's <laughs> going in and out, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm paying attention." No, I'm not. And he's like, "No, no, no, no." I love your descriptions. Thank They're you. so colorful. Yes, yes. That's what he was hearing. I was nice. like, yeah. No, amazing. I mean he. Again, we're sort of in his mind, which exactly. is great because he is, when he's on NZT at least, he is ahead of everybody else. Right. Except for maybe Rebecca, who's just naturally, mm-hmm. um, or, or so you think, yes. um, a very like whip-smart person. You know, he is st- like like a game of chess, like 20 moves ahead. So that kind of, that's really cool to see that, right. see those things before all the characters do. Yeah. Like knowing that he has figured out, at least as, as much as physically isn't in his environment. Right. He's figured that out. He's already, like, at the finish line. Right. So that's pretty cool. And it's interesting because his his dad is, like, picking up on it, especially when they're playing Trivial Pursuit. He's like my uncle. Yeah. Well, we we both, Frank and I both know that you like the dad. So (laughs) we can all our listeners know that, too. (laughs) That's right. Um, But, But, yeah, we learned some new things, too, right at the start. So we learned that... Brian has 12 hours per pill 
and that it wears off quickly on him, something that really wasn't defined last week. And I remember all of us talking about how long he had per shot that he received right. from that nurse. And he even brought that up. So and he, he brought that up. So he doesn't right. even know at this point either. So there is still some uncertainty when it comes to taking the drug for him. And it, it's going to be interesting to see what we learn from that. Because uh, right. every once in a while there is, of course, we were talking about the procedural aspect that this show is evolving into, but there are serialized elements too, which includes the Edward Mora influence when he types in his name in the computer and everything shuts down. Right. Um, And then we'll talk about the big twist at the end, but I like how this show is mixing the procedural with the serialized. Definitely. It's a very good balance of both for sure. Um, Speaking of the procedural, Mm -hmm. we cut to Brian sort of stuck cooped up in the office yeah. he hates it obviously he's way too smart to be confined in, in an <laughs> FBI file room right. um, so he, he figures out the drywall so yeah. new and weak and busts through there um, has a great day out <laughs> well, uh, Brian's day off <laughs> uh, yeah. figuring things out but he's really tracking everything like right. you know that's the great part about his character is that he is a do-gooder on NZT. He wants to figure this out. It's sort of, yeah. you know, he's motivated to do that instead of, you know, busting out and, and right. using it for his own personal gain. Right. He, yeah, he solves breakups, meets, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was on people. the bus just helping everybody's life out. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, right. Oh, you're having these problems. Yeah. Let me teach you how to teach someone else. Yeah. Let me solve your relationship <laughs> issues. Yeah. It looks um, kind of like a game whenever no, yeah. he's doing that. That's a really good point because he, when he's on NZT, it's not just that he is a smart person at doing X or, you know, because he's a musician, it's not like he's a super rock star. He's pretty much good at everything. And I think that was really well illustrated by one quick scene, you know, he was doing the, uh, the dual like Rubik's cubes. And then he was Mm -hmm. writing on a chalkboard, you know, one side, he was doing this intense math problem. It's like goodwill hunting status. And on the right, he (laughs) was drawing a like ambidextrous, um, drawing a great like illustration yeah, so yeah. Is it, you know that's how deep you were talking frank about um the creative team behind this yeah. it's not just showing that he can do these crazy things and you know at the same time like obviously that'd be difficult but there is real thought behind this you know he was using both his right and left brain like mm-hmm. both the creative and the analytical at the same time that's, interesting. that's what's really cool is, is they go an extra layer to make it more rewarding for viewers that are watching it again and again or just, you know, treating the viewer as someone that is smarter. You know, maybe our viewers are taking it. interesting because there's a test you can take and if you're like positive numbers then you're creative and if you're Negative numbers, you're logical, and I'm actually a zero on the scale. So, like, <laughs> that I'm, is a shock. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So, artistic and logical is the same. It's weird. But I was going to say, I love how Ryan has so much time because I think it's actually kind of good that he's trapped in the office because it gives him, like, okay, he wants to go, 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 you know, but if he has to take a step back, then he can figure out a lot of things that's going on. Because it takes time for the NZT to be, like, focused. Right. And also, it's not like he just has all knowledge in the world. He still has to figure it out. It's just making his brain work at full capacity. Yeah, I I think even 
though he takes it and he is able to find out, uh, figure out a lot of things at once, I found myself being a little bit annoyed by him. You mm-hmm. know, he's doing two Rubik's cubes at the same time and solving all these problems. He's coming off as a bit of a know-it-all to me. It's just a personal observation I got from watching the show. Ooh. I was like, okay, get yeah. over it. I, we, we get it that you're <laughs> all these amazing things. Um, but I think it shows that his... He is still not totally in control of his power. I agree. That it's somewhat of a... He hasn't earned it. It reminds me of the Carl Van Loon line played by Robert Nero in the movie that you haven't earned it. You haven't earned a seat at the table. You haven't had to claw and and deal and uh, bribe your way to the top. He sort of... Mm -hmm. These powers have been gifted to him and he doesn't know how to fully control them yet. So that's something I'm looking for throughout the rest of the season to see how he matures with the power that he has. Well, I think that's interesting because I think I see I see him maturing as he's sitting there. Like, you know, because he has this like burst like where he's just doing everything. He's like, I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. It's like someone on Crazy amounts of coffee or right. caffeine that they said I was, and or and, drugs or I drugs. Mean, as the case yeah, is, exactly so. drugs, and and then as he has to be enclosed, eventually you're going to start focusing your energy on the things that are presented to you, and trying to figure out seriously for the FBI, mm-hmm. and then he gets to, like he starts figuring out a lot right. of things. Well, by his own accord first, right? He busts out of the room by busting through a wall, and then he shows up to the crime scene. And I wanted to talk about the crime scene, too. Uh, The first one that Brian goes to and Rebecca is there. The car crash. So um, I found it really interesting that, again, we see that Rebecca found the chip first before – I'm sorry. I'm talking about when Brian called – Rebecca at the scene. Yes. So right. not when he was breaks, actually yeah, there. Yeah, breaks That's down right. what happened, sees the photo of the bumper sticker, figures out that yeah. there was a duplicate putting over and there must be something behind it. Right. Possibly a chip that could set off some type of bomb. Right. That That's what I'm talking about. So we talked about last week about how she is actually earning it and finds something else, something out before uh, Brian does, even though that he's enhanced by the pill. Unless she now, is too. Unless she is too. I was just going to say, it could yeah. be your prediction, but... Again, it lends credence to the Rebecca character as being a strong, smart person all on her own. That's yeah, what I like about no, it. exactly. I mean, I think it speaks to both your points right. where, you know, it is a little bit that Brian is essentially like cheating. You know, he yeah. isn't deserving of this godlike power and knowledge. You know, he should have a little bit of a, a tougher road ahead to get, yeah. you know, a seat at the table, like you said. Um, and it's nice that Rebecca is showing that balance of I did this legitimately. This like, like I am a just smart yeah. smart person. I'm good at my job. I'm ambitious. I am devoted. Yeah, you know that is the standard. And yeah. so I like how they have that. And you know they do show Brian struggling. You know mm-hmm. he does crash and get hungover mm-hmm. after the right. pill, and he does almost get stupid and slow when he's not on it. You know we um, we follow him back to her house and he right. can barely explain everything that he's come up with. I like it though. I like well he has all this writing on his hands and I'm like, you know, you're solving I don't know, I just think it's kinda cool. <laughs> he like can, he can be a mess sometimes. Yeah, he's totally a mess and then yeah, he's like, uh 
It's all scientific. It's not important. You know? yeah. <laughs> I did like that. And then I liked how we saw the opening credits for the first time, um, which was cool. a really abstract, interesting way to bring about the credits. Mm-hmm. And I really liked how they used Emily's brain as the model yeah. to you know, yeah, weave yeah. everything in together. That's so right. yeah. uh, they must know that you're watching out there. They sure do, Frank. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> also, inspiration from the coffee house name. Oh, I think yeah. you you wrote in about I, that. I actually a tribute, wrote that. Right? Yes, I I was like, can you please trivialize Molly Raw into this episode? And they're like, they were thinking about it for so long. They're like, how it's can tough. we do this? You know, it. it's well, not they really to do it in a meaningful way. Yeah, that exactly. couldn't be cut out of the show. Exactly. So, what do they do? They name the coffee shop after yeah. me. Yeah, but anyway, the them. really cool opening yeah, exactly. credit sequence because you know we get really inside the interior of the brain, and we didn't know exactly what it was at first. But then they pull it, That's they pull us out, and then we can see the different colors and really saturated, vivid colors. And then we pull out and see that it's right. the brain too. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Again, I think that like I like how they keep grounding us mm-hmm. in the fact that this is. A drug, you know, it right. is mind altering. It is chemical based. It yeah. is, you know, a substance that yeah. alters your brain. You know, I right. think that that's important for people to know because it's like, oh, I just eat this tiny little M M&M and M <laughs> and like, or a button you know, on your I'm, shirt. Yeah, or like, a, you know, it's a clear yeah. little button. Um, and <laughs> he instantly becomes the smartest person in the world. I like, can mm-hmm. figure out anything. Like, is a certified genius. Starts building can, bombs, he, which leads to. And yeah. he can gamble. I, I, I'm, your oh, yeah. your right. point is much more uh, pertinent to the show, but gambling on NZT. Brilliant oh, move, dude. bro. I mean, brilliant. Yeah. I, I can't believe I didn't think of that one. Again, <laughs> yeah. you guys send us in your suggestions. Hashtag yes. ABTV Limitless. That's, that's yeah, no, pretty good way to come up fast. I, that's so smart. Obviously, there's. <laughs> Well, I think there's a little bit more danger in terms of winning a lot of money. Uh-huh. Um, so hopefully on NZT, I'd be able to That's mastermind something. A guy that did that. Do you know that? On Whammy. He figured out the code. And then he won like Maybe he was on NZT. Million, maybe he was. Maybe he was. Millions of dollars. Um, speaking of figuring out the code. Yes. Um, cut to Brian figuring out the code. He basically tracks down... Um, something that we didn't even talk about. We knew that he figured out the bomb and how it could have been built. But he takes it a step further. The FBI kind of take a step back and aren't using him as much. But he just through passing lip reads the entire yes. room by remembering how like the English language is spoken, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, reverse engineers who they're looking for gets, you know, makes a couple mistakes, but gets the important name Taurus mm-hmm. and is able to kind of track yeah. him down based on you know, photos of, of scarring, things that he picked up on. Um, I like crazy. how he did that, too. Whenever he walked through the office, it was like a comic book. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. Um, another thing, it was so much processing going on, and that right. was a great way for them to show it. They're really right. innovative in the way that they show what he's seeing. Yeah. Because obviously, we can't process as fast as he can. So it's how you know that overload of information that he's taking in just fine. And it also avoids having to make all these quick cuts to small scenes that probably we don't need to see as an audience. The map of New York City when you see all the subway cars um, and his different stops along his route. I think it's a really inventive way to achieve a lot of distance in a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. And Boyle is not pleased with this dude. Uh, Yeah. I think there's a rivalry brewing between Boyle and Brian. I really do. 
But I can't yeah, blame I him. Too. I kind of sympathize with Boyle because... And Boyle this- gives him his badge and his gun. <laughs> here's your stapler. Ooh, here's your tape. Yeah. Again, the yeah. show, like, you know, having fun with itself. Yeah, you know, exactly. he, they are showing a point. There is a little bit of hazing, you know. Who wouldn't be, you know, disgruntled at the right. fact that this new guy who's yeah. basically like a failed rock star right. comes in and, you know, yeah, is yeah. able to basically cheat his yeah, way yeah. to being the smartest person in the world. He's like, yeah. well, people on performance-enhancing drugs enhance their performance. <laughs> and like, well, yeah, and there was surprise. a hint of jealousy yeah. in that statement by Boyle. And I, like you were saying, JB, I, I would be kind of jealous of this guy too here he walks in he's some hot shot and it, you know it takes him two days to become part of the force and i've worked years to climb up the ladder it again gets back to what you're saying he's kind of cheating in a way but he's so valuable to the fbi and boyle does eventually come, come around, around he does, yeah. where he goes like, oh i see hey, the bro. value of having this guy here so yeah. um it, it's like gonna be interesting them. to watch their relationship right. go yeah. forward the right. rest of the season yeah and i i know they had a lot of limits <laughs> no pun intended on him this episode because you know he was they're kind of seeing where he would go um you know the bureau tried to trap him in in the file room obviously the the head of the department is not pleased was about to fire him but you know i'm interested moving forward how he's going to be kept at bay mm-hmm. you know he his mind just runs almost to the point where he doesn't have control as we were kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, discussing a little bit so it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting how far they're going to let that go. You know, like, are they going to let it get him into trouble? I mean, he's pretty rash with a lot of the liberties that he's taking. Right. Yeah, like, whenever he goes to their office and he's like, email me at... Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to uh, the end. But, you know, time and time again, he just... I mean, obviously, breaking out of the FBI twice Mm -hmm. is... Yeah, a little. Their liberties he has to take. You know, he. I think he should face some consequences. I mean, I'm fine. Obviously, it's entertaining to see what he can do, but you know, he isn't above the law. He doesn't have like diplomatic immunity. You know, he does have to control this. I I hope to see that in in future. Well, and what struck me interesting about your point in, in him being out of control is that Agent Nas was ready to fire him. She brought him into his office and was ready to fire him. And I thought, that's an awfully quick trigger to be letting go this valuable of an asset. She can't let him go. So, yeah. Because he has the NZT and he's immune. I think she's got some dirt on her. I'm sticking to my prediction from last week. I think she's shady. Right, yeah. I mean, she's... She's got something else going on. She had a very quick trigger, and Rebecca came in and saved the day and kept Brian uh, as a part of the department. Um, so I, I, it's interesting that she wanted to pull the plug so quickly. Right. Are you going to find somebody else to bring it in? I mean, there's a lot of extra knowledge, and I agree with you, JB. There's something else going on with mm-hmm. her that we're going to find out. Right. Yeah, also, I mean, I, I had that realization watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, it's so early. You know, there's a few <laughs> things. This is only episode two, but there's yeah. a few things that made me go like, oh, are we going to do Like, it's going to yeah. be that easy? Yeah. The um, car. But then, you know, it was, yeah, for instance, the car it was like, oh, yeah. well, I mean, I'm clearly gonna, these oh, are all American <laughs> Corvette parts. Exactly. And there's a Porsche here, so it's <laughs> yeah, obviously we perfectly have. laid out, yeah. organized with the cash that you were paid. In this yeah. one area, in the trunk, no, I didn't like that, that I'm going to open. No, um, 
So yeah, I mean that was a little they like too convenient. In. But yeah. you know, for the most part, they kind of flirt with that and then do a little twist about it. You know, she was gonna fire right. him, and they were all mal- like doing you know a-, a play on what he just said was the lip reading, and they were all doing that um, to say fired. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you know, they did switch it up, and they do kind of lead you in a way that you do expect but then you know right before it happens there is something more which you know gives me a lot of faith in the series that it is you know what i hope Mm -hmm. it will become and you know a little bit deeper they do value their their audience as and they kind of take take chances yeah i like the like back to genghis kong (laughs) and spreading a virus that only that's interesting Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even the whole um, car crash thing. I mean, I was like, wow, are we like 15 minutes in? He's already solved the crime. Like, how many crimes can he just solve right off the bat? And I was a little worried that if he was, you know, limitlessly smart, you know, would he just blaze through and just kind of bulldoze the entire, like, case? Well, uh, it's a legitimate, that's a legitimate concern because if each episode's going to have four to five different characters who you think it might be and then we're changing i was confused at points i was thinking who is larry tressman's who it's all these different names and people Mm -hmm. and they have a very short role and then they move on to the next so Mm -hmm. i think if ideally as an audience member who's interested i'd like to see one maybe two three maximum different people who are involved in a crime because otherwise you can kind of get lost in the weeds. I actually kind of liked it like that. Okay. Yeah, I liked, um, you know, having to find out. Well, especially after they find the thing about with the car and everything's laid out. I'm like, man, that stinks, you know? Yeah. But then it takes a crazy turn. Like, Genghis Khan had this gene, and then he has to map another time he uses family trees. It was like, just like when he had to figure out his dad had that disease. You know? Right. Well, it was interesting that the whole bomb scenario like mm-hmm. didn't really, Co- you know, yeah. have an end, like it wasn't the end. Like no. you know that like they kind of did a bait and switch with us, right? Which you know I was okay with just because you know that Genghis Khan had a lot of meat and we kind of went on a roller coaster with that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, then he has to go to the guy's office, the bio has the bio lab, and um, and I love it. I actually really like this because. He takes his experience of when he was a temp, and he's like, oh, which is probably, you know, on NZT, you can think of, like, how that would be valuable in this situation. And then he's like, hey, everybody, you hate him, right? (laughs) Well, email me. And then he's like, "Uh, do I have an FBI email address? I wish I had a cool email address like Brian has. No, exactly. I mean, yeah, after like, he um, you know bears. figures out the the bomb situation, is in the yeah. right way, follows the Genghis Khan path through many different subjects, mm-hmm. figures yeah. out this whole stroke thing for people at 28, obviously rare, yeah. um, happening multiple times in a few days. You know, he figures that out and basically tracks it via security footage and the fact that right. this one guy was at a coffee shop. That you know there was a poison involved. He was sort of viral warfare going on, right? right. Which um, is interesting, I think. An yeah, no, I, I mean it was definitely a, a twist there. I didn't yeah. think it was going to be that big, but again, um, I want to caution the story to be a <laughs> right. little bit more inside. You know, it's like he can't be unraveling yeah. these 
huge conspiracies every episode. Yeah, that's true. You know, with a procedural thing, you know, exactly. it's it's fine. But if he's why did the putting other... out like billionaire yeah. CEOs every day, like you know, that's yeah. a a pretty high bar. That's very true. It's really that is very true. And and why you know, did the other people that suffered a stroke at twenty eight did they have to die too? Or you know, well, yeah, I mean, they were definitely like, collateral they, damage. I think yeah. a little bit. Um, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> for those of you guys just listening, um, there was a very distracting set of coasters. That um, I'm glad the situation has been resolved. Yes. That's right. Uh, I'm like thank Brian. You, thank you. For, I'm like, thank you. For, <laughs> give me some of my snap. Um, go on. Yes. And, you know, who were, who were they? We don't really get to find out who those people were. Well, yeah, I mean, again, you know, there's just, there isn't time so to go much. into every little loose end and every right. little side character. I think the fact was just the trend of this happening was enough to set the red flag off in Brian's mind yeah. and figure out sort of the breadcrumbs of where it was coming from. Yeah, but we lost the storyline with Rebecca's dad. This week, which I found one of the most interesting cliffhangers from the pilot episode was Rebecca's dad. Was he on NZT or not? There was absolutely nothing about it this week. And just a quick note on Jennifer uh, Carpenter. I mean, I love her. She's amazing. She's such a strong actor. And anytime she comes on screen, the scene elevates and it doesn't even take a whole lot. I, I actually like her when she's not even speaking and they're just cutting back to her and she's getting her reaction shots, um, which is really interesting and powerful. Again, I said this last week, but we see her thinking on camera. Right. I, I just love her so much. No, it's <laughs> very good point. She's a very talented actress. Um, you know, it takes real talent to convey that, to be strong and you know authoritative without just being... For lack of a word, better word, bitchy. Right. You know, she exactly. does like it's. It's. We can take her seriously, but she's still like a character you like. Yeah. Like you root for her. There's a acting term for that uh, being bitchy called being plaintiff, and it's a choice that novice actors make. Obviously, um, uh, Jennifer is not a novice actor, and she plays that quiet strength so well. I totally agree with you. What you just said. Totally. She's awesome. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we, as you were saying, yeah. um, we go to the CEO's office. They kind of figure out who could possibly create such a virus. Yeah. They track that down, um, have a very intense conversation with the CEO, um, bringing the Kenyans call it all. Yeah, yeah. I liked him too. The CEO. <laughs> you like the CEO? You yeah. would like Why? the DC CEO. I, I don't, I just... There's like, nothing to like. Yeah. I, I mean, his acting, I like it. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Well, no, yeah, I mean, you definitely yeah. hate I mean, him. He conveyed the douchey CEO. I mean, it's not that big like of a, a deal pro. to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they come in, but he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know well, yeah, I mean, there there was the, basically the conspiracy is a military general was killed, right. and he's like the deciding vote right. on the funding for this guy's company. So they kind of... Go back and find this guy. Talk to him. Obviously, he's not going to get admit to anything. As yeah. a CEO, he's pretty smart. Yeah. Thinks he has yeah. you know all of his things in order. 
Yeah. But I loved it because she was like, did you not know we crashed and burned in there? You know? Yeah. And, and he's like, like oh, oh, we yeah, totally we did. did. Totally. Yeah. And again, yeah. I, that's those scenes, you know, that they are, they me. are yeah. short, but it's nice that it differentiates itself from the rest of, you know, the Tuesday night lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, yeah. you know, it is serious to a point and then it kind of flips it around. I get, we get a lot of mini twists. I mean, obviously there's story twists, but it's sort of like, you know, that's something I didn't expect. That he would just sort of nonchalantly interrupt everybody and be like, hey, uh, does anyone want to email me if you yeah. hate your boss? See, no, I thought that was too cute. I too thought much? That was, I thought that was too cute. It, it just, I'm going to walk into the middle and then all the people who your boss hates, you're going to email me. I, I just... It was too cute for me, and I think it, there's a smarter way to go about it. I mean, I'm not a creator, of course, of the mm-hmm. of the content. I respect the people who do that, but I just thought it was one of those moments where I said, okay, there's probably a better way that they could have solved it. And right. they've proven to us that they're really smart and they believe that we're smart, um, but in that moment that for me just, it just didn't resonate for me. Um, I, I mean, I love the show overall. Just It, it wrapped up too cutely. It reminded me of the Porsche car scene where we found the bomb parts really easily and then uh, he goes and shoots out an email address and then everybody emails him. Uh, that no, was fair tough. enough. Yeah, I mean, it, I I thought it was creative, I, but you know, now that you say that, <laughs> um, you know, I could have gone for like a deeper storyline. We were talking a little bit about how procedural I'm, this was. You I'm, know, maybe if it just spanned a couple of episodes, it was a deeper story. There's more stones to turn over. Yeah, or it, maybe just like one employee that he real. Maybe they go back to the front desk girl and she says, "Here's my card." As he walks out, mm-hmm. there's something that there's one person disgruntled instead of walking into the middle of a, a workplace cubicle fishbowl and right. announcing that you are going to take their boss down. And True. then you instantly get responses. I'm sorry, but I've worked at places like that. And if someone had walked in and said, your boss is a jerk, and if you want to get him in trouble, email me, I highly doubt people would be emailing him instantly. I mean, right. They'd go home. They wouldn't do it from their office email addresses. They would be doing it from their personal accounts You know, in a way so or that they wouldn't get caught. One. Yeah, exactly. So I, just for me, that moment rang false. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I mean, it would have been great to have him, like, spot something on a desk yes. and, like, piece something together. Yeah. You know, at the same time, I do think, you know, there was uh, yeah. something I liked about him just Brian Finching the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to use his, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. he, he went back to his old ways. He's like, you know, I was a disgruntled employee. Like, he can spot that. That's what makes him a little bit different than, say, Rebecca, who is just a smart person. Mm-hmm. You know, he does have that. X, that X factor sort of is the fact that he has been on the fringe. He has lived that way. You know, he is a slacker. Yeah. You know, so he can yeah. kind of relate to people on that level, which is right. a good duality for how smart he becomes. Yeah. I, I agree with you. That's a smart point. I think great minds can disagree Definitely. on, on yeah. the way that it went. But this was not an unsatisfying episode whatsoever. I especially love the ending, just moving on here. Absolutely. Um, when the scene between um, yeah. Brian's dad and, and Brian were sitting on the couch. And I know we love uh, Ron Rifkin, who plays Brian's dad. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor and um, is really honest. But as we were talking about we, during the show, we were kind of seeing um, Brian's dad start to understand that something is weird about all of this. Right. And we come to the end of the episode, and 
um, Brian's going to hire his dad to be his attorney so they can have attorney client privilege and he can tell him everything. Great and, plan you know, by Rebecca, money. of course. It actually yeah. reminded me of Breaking Bad when um, when the guys, when Jesse and Walt had to give um, Saul a dollar. Yeah, you better call a Saul. Dollar. You better call Saul. So he gave him a dollar. So it reminded me of that. But then, of course, we have the big twist. Yeah. Yes. The Which was perfect twist. timing. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah. That's amazing that he he didn't have him be a lawyer before not knowing that the nurse I know very what? sneaky Eddie yeah. Moore I mean yeah. throughout the episode we didn't talk about this but right. you know he, uh, Brian had been typing in um, Eddie Moore NZT and every time <laughs> he did you know his computer would instantly crash yeah. so you know obviously Eddie Moore has set some protocols in, right. like you know to right. make sure that that doesn't happen and I think that at least because it's happened multiple times He's, I mean, he, I, we can assume he's keeping an eye on Brian. He just gave mm-hmm. him the like secret antidote shot. Obviously, he's got some surveillance. Um, but yeah, we see the same nurse that helped Brian um, get mm-hmm. out of his hungover phase and gave him the cure. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. And she, I mean, she actually played that pretty well. Perfectly, she, perfectly. Um, you know, said just enough. Yeah. And the way yeah. that she delivered it really let you know the danger know uh, be known to Brian that you know his father's life is in jeopardy, yeah. and yeah. you know those words that Eddie Morris said, "I will let you die in more <laughs> painfully and slowly way you ever thought imaginable," is really true. You know he probably would start with the family member, you know, and just ha- like yeah. draw it out as, as long as possible, like make him stew in a misery that he couldn't even. Well, he- if he told his family member and he was going to, right? You know, then yeah, yeah he would yeah. totally. I mean, it's that sort of That's secret intense. hand, yeah, um, like, which oh, is yeah, really, really interesting, very creepy. Like it's sort it's of, creepy. it's very big brothery, and, yes, and yeah. And I thought, just like you said, the nurse played it perfectly balanced. So yeah. just under the surface of this facade, that oh, I'm here for your dad, and he's going to do everything that we say, and he's going to be fine. Yeah, you know, she just done it so perfectly. I know, I know. I, and again, I love that they didn't cheapen it. Exactly, they right. could have very easily. She should it could have like said too much or had it be like corny and right. be like, oh well. Then like clearly, everyone knows. You know, yeah. she said it in a way that if you didn't know what happened, if you didn't see her before, you wouldn't even have thought anything of it. Exactly, and that's that's what I love. That was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, great episode. Production. I totally yeah, thought. Yeah. Um, Let's. There's a little bit of news, but then we'll um, go into predictions. Um, we got some ratings, and it did very well. Obviously, it had a, a pretty good showing on the live feed mm-hmm. um, last week for the premiere. But there's a lot of competition. But what's really interesting is you know TV is changing a lot these days. People aren't watching it live; they're DVRing. They're mm-hmm. watching it on the internet. Um, so they have. The live plus three ratings, which are kind of becoming more of a standard. And that means that, like, they take into account everything, the DVR numbers, the internet, everything to kind of put it together. And it doesn't come out to a few days later. Um, And plus three means plus plus three three days. days, So they give, you know, a little bit of lead time. So it's like people who are keeping current will watch it in the first three days. Right. Um, and the numbers more than doubled. It went up 55%, including those extra numbers, uh, more than the premiere. Um, so it had a really good showing. It was a 2.90, which is fantastic. Yep. You know, it beat a lot of its competition. And, you know, I, 
obviously we love the show. Hopefully it yeah. continues on that trend. Yeah, I, I read it built on its lead-in. Exactly. Which, um, which didn't happen last year with Person of Interest. So um, this the show's really good. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how much audience came back this week to see this episode. Exactly. Especially since we didn't have the Bradley Cooper cameo. Right. Um, he is an EP, though. So good news for people who want to see more of him. I right. think we actually will get a lot of him... And the storyline being involved, obviously he's not going to be in every episode, um, but his presence will be known. And I think that's really cool uh, yeah. for him to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's do predictions. Let's do, let's it. do it. Okay, so. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so last week I predicted that Rebecca and Brian would hook up. That one is staying in effect. But I'm also <laughs> going to add to this that we're going to see a growing rivalry between Boyle and Brian. I think it's going to come to a more dramatic place than it is now. They're frenemies at this point, for lack of a better term. But I think it's mm-hmm. going to uh, it's going to come to loggerheads between the two. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I think he. I think Boyle's kind of. Getting more on Brian's side. Well, yeah. I may be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, that lip color was throwing me off the entire time. I'm, that's it could all be I could different on t- different TVs. That's I don't think it, it so. was. I think it was green. And all right, maybe Rebecca was a kind of cold case of the NZT, and they just have her in the field anyway. And her her relationship with the FBI leader. Of course. Yeah. Maybe isn't as good or solid as we think. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I think that there's going to be more of the same, obviously, uh, um, continuing on this buddy-cop relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I really want to see more of Brian and his dad, Mm -hmm. how he's going to navigate that. I think, you know, there was a really... Probably the intensest scene of the episode was when he passed out at his parents' house after sort of, you know, doing too much. He he basically was on drugs at his parents' house, and yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, when you have like, <laughs> yeah, totally. when you are like partying yeah. with your parents, like yeah. they know you yeah. so well. Yeah. And I love that moment. It was like you can't fool me. Like right. you, no matter like how smart you become yeah. or whatever, you Which know, seemed you can't. Honest to me. Yeah, you, like, can't you can't lie to me. Yeah, I mean, so, you're acting like that. Your right. dad's gonna. Oh suspect. no! Exactly. I mean, you right. can't just go from yeah. sleeping on the like upstairs without a job in a failed band <laughs> yeah. to answering every, every single question on trivia. Question. Yeah. Um, but no, I think there is really a intense struggle with the fact that now he can't tell his dad he's hired him as his lawyer, so it oh, yeah, is going to be a close relationship. Mm-hmm. That's intense. But he really can't tell him too much because right. it is his safety. Yeah, and that I think he's dealing with. Also, Rebecca's going to bring Brian into the field a lot more. Right, and we'll see him out, like, and he won't have to escape so many times and bust through the wall. <laughs> like, Let's hope not yeah. for his shoulders. Sake. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, awesome, awesome episode. Cool. We will wait to see what happens yeah. next week. Uh, until then, Here where can guys. the good people find you guys? Awesome. You can find me at Emily Crodel on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Guys, thank you for listening. Remember, use the hashtag ABTV Limitless. You can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. And you guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to rate us on YouTube, comment in the comment section, yeah. obviously. Um, and rate us <laughs> and, on iTunes. Yes, we love to hear from you guys. Yes, love you. Also visit um, Young Molly's on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers.
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.